Welcome to our podcast, You Can Undo It Too. We are Kate and Monique, two friends who practice true forgiveness in their daily life challenges using the Course in Miracles. We share concrete examples from our life experiences on how to undo the ego mind way of thinking. And when we do, the results are mind-blowing. So join us on our learning journey because you can undo the ego mind too and find peace of mind. In this episode, Monique perceives a big problem that becomes very real to her. Kate is not complying with the Course in Miracles protocol when it comes to forgiveness. Now, as our listeners already know, there is absolutely no protocol in A Course in Miracles. And basically, there are no rules in A Course in Miracles. But try to listen for how easily Monique becomes completely enthralled to the ego until she does the work to disentangle herself from the ego thought system. So Monique, tell us what happened. Well, what happened is the day after the previous episode was already published, I reread part of it and became instantly afraid that our podcast was not in integrity with The Course in Miracle. So I started to feel guilty at, at the time because I really thought that I had done something wrong by not following the rules. Mm -hmm. I was blaming myself for being weak and not standing up for what is right and, and not telling Kate about it at the time. Instead of expressing this, which felt impossible and hard, in my mm. mind, I started to blame Kate and I decided that she was wrong. Now, of course, I was free from that guilt that I have felt mm -hmm. before. And because <laughs> she was the one who induced me to do wrong. Right. This is an excellent example of projection. You feel guilty and unconsciously you blamed me, the other, for something you believed you were guilty of. What did I do wrong, by the way? Well, what you did wrong was that in that episode... <laughs> or just two episodes ago, at the point where you kind of made fun of me for being stuck and not being able to move forward. And right. I expected that you would remind me to ask for help from the Holy Spirit since this was a point of decision where I can call for help. Instead of that, you started joking around and taking it lightly But I was expecting a different response from you, and you don't do that, what I expected. <laughs> Side note, two episodes ago and already published. So this is what Monique is talking about. This is how blind we become when we're going into the ego mindset. Well, back to the upset, though. <laughs> you left me hanging there without any solution. And I was disappointed that you did not follow the correct step to lead me into true forgiveness. And I knew inside, I know what must be said, and she doesn't know. So in my mind, it was a 
a small thought that passed by. Yes. And, you know, that's a tiny mad idea, right? It didn't seem tiny or mad at the time, though, did it? Yeah, it was, did not seem tiny and did not seem mad either. But, uh, you know, I was serious. I was really hurt. And it was so real. I started justifying not communicating my disappointment to you by explaining to myself that, well, Kate just doesn't like to follow rules. And I was right. And she was wrong. And Mm -hmm. our episode was not shared things anymore. No. You know, that's the ego mind. It really wants separation and suffering. Yeah, speaking of suffering, after the publication, (laughs) I listened to it again. And I found even more evidence that we were not on the same wavelengths. More evidence that we are separate and very much against each other. And this is the stuff that we do so unconsciously. So true. So unconsciously. I was not aware that it Mm. was a separation problem, that the the consequence would be a separation. I just wanted to be right and to the right thing. And I was not aware that I was suffering. And then this was the trigger that eventually led me to choose again. Yes, in the course of this process, we've discovered that our trigger is definitely the point at which we lose our peace of mind. Yeah, let's talk about how I suffered and I lost my peace of mind during that period of time. Okay, okay, right. At that point, you had to dig up some more evidence for more suffering, and that is what we do. Exactly. Yes, I felt that I was in front of a big wall, like a concrete wall, hopeless and stuck and a real problem, like a mountain, almost like Mm -hmm. like a a squeezed between powerless and, and despair. Right. I would try my best to survive it, I thought. And I started feeling like a victim. I had doubt about your sincerity Maybe I thought, maybe you're pretending, and I decided Mm -hmm. to ask you about it, if you were sincere or not. I wanted to know from you that you were not pretending. But I was certain that you don't like to follow rules. Right. You're right, Monique. You know I don't like to follow rules. (laughs) Furthermore, (laughs) if you are thinking, if you were not able to prove your sincerity, I had a plan already. If you were not able to prove your sincerity, I meant it meant for me that we cannot be friends anymore and no more podcast. I would confirm my belief that you are pretending to do the episode with me, but actually not telling me that you are not really interested in that. Well, right. I was in a no-win situation because how do I prove my sincerity? You know, we get so lost in our thoughts. We even make things up and add more meaning to it. Yeah. You know, at the beginning, it was no problem. I did not say anything about being triggered because... You know, I knew that mentioning the word of Holy Spirit would cause a big disagreement between us, so I just let it go. 
well, what would I have done if you had said something well, about it, about the word Holy Spirit? You said, let's remove that sentence or that word and let's do it differently. But for me, it would have mean that I'm not truthful to myself and I'm not truthful to the Course in Miracle and I cannot be proud of myself and I cannot respect myself. And so in my mind at that point, Kate and I must separate and we cannot continue the podcast, the episodes. And this is how drastic and scary my thought system became. Yes, you really thought that, that we couldn't be friends and we couldn't continue with the podcast. And yeah, this is what The Course in Miracles calls wrong-minded way of thinking. Well, first of all, it's inaccurate because neither was true, but also it feels bad. And that's the other indication of wrong-minded thinking. Right-minded thinking brings solutions that feel good. Wrong-minded thinking way of thinking feels bad. That's where the suffering is. Yeah. And you even suggested to me that we could do an episode and <laughs> on what yeah. made me suffer. <laughs> yeah, we could do an episode on this. Right. Yeah. But I thought, no way. I don't want this to be in the podcast. This is a totally different issue. And I was thinking to myself, she doesn't get it. This is not a point of this podcast. I was 100% sure that this podcast about the Course in Miracle in our everyday life challenges was not the place to talk about this problem. No, 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 no. Yeah, but but you said, you know, as a concluding remark, you said, yeah, well, at least we can still be friends, even if we don't do the podcast. And this actually redirected me and helped me a lot that friendship and love is the most important and that what counts. Yes. This is another point where you had to choose between continuing with that mentality, the ego mind reasoning, and what we might call the higher self reasoning. And you chose love, which is essentially the higher self and God's reasoning. Yeah, but I want to say, though, that the week between those two episodes, mm -hmm. the two times where we met, mm -hmm. was a week for me of suffering and despair, so intense. I did not know how to get out of this mess. So, like I did before, you know, I asked for help and I asked Jesus to help me and Amazing. He guided me every day through some passages that inspired me. And one of them was, I read in The Course in Miracle, quote, end quote, analyzing the motives of others is hazardous to you. And amazing, this was exactly what I was doing. I was analyzing your motives. Right. So it changed my perception of who you were I could see how close I was to lose my friendship with you and how I was interpreting your motives, but actually I didn't know really your motives. I was making it real by analyzing it. So I thought, she has done it. She's the one who caused me to feel doubtful. She's the cause of me feeling bad. She's the problem. That's how I made it real. I made the 
yeah. error real. I was so desperate. And I said to Jesus, I said, you better help me because you have not helped me until now, poking my finger at him. <laughs> so every day I would have a little glimpse of some better understanding by reading uh, some quotes. So it did not clear up the mess I felt I was in, but that by itself was the right step. It was ask the Holy Spirit of Jesus or the loving presence to help. So it was already different. I really felt a different way of thinking merging too, but not enough to resolve my deep suffering. Not yet anyway. So the last morning before our next meeting, I read a random statement in A Course in Medical book, and I, I quote, the only appropriate response to your brother is to appreciate him or her. She deserves your gratitude for her loving thoughts and her call for help. So at that point, I was willing. I was willing because I was at the point of suffering and I was at the point that I could say there must be another way. I cannot take it anymore. Mm. So I was willing to wow. change my perception. And I understood that what I needed to do was to forgive my projection. But I tell you, that was so difficult. But I didn't. Mm. I had changed my perception and I felt transformed. The day before I was about to cancel the meeting, but that day when we were supposed to meet, I felt I can face it. So the time for the second meeting came and I said to Kate, how was your week? Because mine was really bad. And I said, well, remind me what happened. Well, you know, it feels like a month to me. A month has gone by, but actually it's only a week. So I said, I had a week of nightmare. And I was totally oblivious. I had to ask you, you know, I said to you, remind me. And I really felt bad, like I had forgotten something really important. Turns out it wasn't that important. Yeah, so I said, what? You don't remember? <laughs> this was like the end of our podcast, the end of our relationship. And, and you are like, did something happen? I was totally oblivious to your suffering. It went right over my head. It was certainly not in my experience. Yeah, during that time, I was like stuck. You know, I was stuck between ruining our friendship and ending our podcast or doing the Course in Miracle in the right way. Right. Totally, you know, it's totally dualistic. One extreme and then another extreme. It's a battle in our mind. And this is another word for this is called hell. Yep, totally. I felt I had only two options. Mm -hmm. Say something about the problem or don't say anything about the problem. Either way, there was still a big problem because Kate did it wrong. It is her or me, but it was clearly her. <laughs> yeah. And in this way, I went further and deeper into the mess. At the point where I even felt some kind of relief when I thought, well, you know, actually, she is the cause of the problem. She is yes. victim of the Catholic Church teaching about the Holy Spirit 
and she cannot stand that word, Holy Spirit. And because of that, I could not talk about it. And so it's, it's not my fault, Monique. It's not my fault. It's the Catholic Church's fault. Well, <laughs> then yeah, yeah, you're creating another projection here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, I felt now I felt I, I was a victim, a victim of you not being to say the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And because I cannot use the words, I will be blamed by the Course in Miracle Foundation. That way I thought, but of course they never do. But it's not my fault, and so was my deep analysis and a huge problem. My mm-hmm. own interpretation, of course. Now I was judging her, blaming her, and, and blaming the feeling of guilt, and I had fear, and I had shame, and all apparently disappeared, but at the cost of friendship and not being able to do podcasts anymore and feeling squeezed between those feelings of being right mm-hmm. or suffering. And that was not heaven, really. It was hell for me. And I became so focused on the suffering that I even forgot how everything started. I see how real you made it, made the problem by analyzing. It really does give it more density, doesn't it? And that is what the ego mind does, and we just don't realize it. This is the similar type of tiny mad idea, this idea that we're separated from our source And the tiny idea says, I wonder if I can do it better on my own. I'll run the show myself. And this is insanity. It's what our lives on this earth look like until we become aware of our thoughts and our minds. Then we can stop and switch. Yeah, at that time, I thought, if I don't correct it, I'm not being honest. Mm -hmm. I see something wrong. I need to correct it. Or something bad will happen to me. Right. You might be in trouble with A Course in Miracle Police. And they will come after you for not following the correct steps to forgiveness. Because isn't that the way it works? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we think the worst. Yep. And we really believe it. That's the thing. We believe it. We believe that's going to happen. And it Mm -hmm. is as if we are completely blind. I could not see any solution. That was it. No, no. Oh, peace of mind is not based on being right, surely, right? It's based on being one with our higher self and with the right mind. When you think about it, nothing really happened. There's never a real problem. It's always just a call for love or an expression of love. I think about how often I forget that, but it's a realization for me now. It's a healing for me. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes we think that forgiveness does not apply to that particular problem like I did, but it was right in front of my face. But as we talk together about our challenges, we create a space to transform. And we realize that each and every problem is an opportunity to practice true forgiveness, meaning Let go because the other is innocent and we are innocent as well. Guilt is a man-made illusion. We make it up. Wow. This is Mm -hmm. 
you know, what you mentioned about that it is a call for love, an expression of love, this is a peaceful way to solve issues, yeah? Either right. a call for love or an expression of love. I like that. And you redirected me to focus on love because you reminded me of our commitment to put our friendship before the podcast. And you did it very well because that was the turning point for me. You saved me. I was attacking and blaming you. That was a call for love. And you expressed your commitment to our friendship. And that was your expression of love as an answer. Mm, that is so beautiful, Monique. I want to remember that always. Thank you. So we have some key points to remember from this episode. So point number one, always when we arrive at the point of suffering, we can finally want to say that there must be another way. And then we can decide again and choose to perceive differently because suffering is not what we want. Exactly. Point number two, a tiny mad idea, when taken seriously, can lead to suffering and animosity, but it can also be transformed at any time. Point number three, projection is tricky because it is unconscious. It is done before we know it. And why do we project so automatically? Because we believe that it is inside of us, invisible to us, that guilty feeling. Because we always place that outside of us by seeing the wrong in others. And it doesn't work because solution is inside our mind. We are actually innocent. Nobody is ever guilty. Point number four. Monique felt hurt by what she thought I did because she believed that she can be hurt by something I did or didn't do. But she also chose to use that trigger of being hurt to stop and switch. And then she realized that she has a mind. And with her mind, she can choose to think differently, which she did. Point number five. And that what... Kate just said, this is the purpose of our podcast, to undo the ego by learning how to be aware of our triggers. Yes, and to our listeners and ourselves, we are reminded that whenever we're not at peace, whenever we're triggered, it's an opportunity to forgive, not to forgive because the other has done something wrong, but because everyone is innocent, both the others and myself. Life is just a dream, and we can have a happier dream only by using our mind. Monique, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your practice with us today. Thank you for listening and for letting us share. We would love to hear from you now. So please send us an email at you can undo it too at gmail.com. That's Y O U C A N U N D O I T T O O at gmail.com. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and come back next month for.
for another episode of You Can Undo It Too. Remember, life is just a dream. Wake up with us. Thank you.